The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Ladies and gentlemen, Jimmy Starr, Ron Russell. Jimmy Starr, Ron Russell, your own. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Jimmy Starr Show with Ron Russell, bringing you the good times in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. Before we get started, let's say hi to everybody, and then uh, let's start off with... Where's Ron? My my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. I'm not sure where he is exactly. <laughs> I'm oh. forever blowing bubbles. <laughs> Oh, my, I lost my sunglasses. Oh, my God, I dropped. <laughs> Go ahead and turn around so everybody can see your butt. Oh, shit. Oh. oh, my God, where are my glasses? So while we're while he's looking for his glasses, let's say hi to the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Fellas, what's going on? We had a few lightning strikes there that shut down the power here, but uh, I'm glad that the show's going on. I heard Ron say, God hates us, too. <laughs> that was hilarious. That the Lord is trying to kill us electrically right. for being homosexuality. Well, you guys are nice and safe in uh, California, so looking good. How you guys doing? Good. How are you? We couldn't hear anything either. Oh, like we couldn't, couldn't hear anything. Lightning. So you know. Yeah. Swam all morning because the weather is gorgeous. The sky is like blue, not a cloud in the sky. It was like nine, 85 to 90 this morning. Now it's probably 107. And I swam because I'm trying to get my body, you know, like soaking wet kind of. They say that the water, when you soaks your body, contours you, makes you lose weight in the right places. So I'm swimming. I think it's good therapy, both for the body and the mind. I did my Esther Williams backstroke. Oh, can't you just do the Ron Russell back backstroke? Oh, I did the Esther Williams. Actually, <laughs> you know, we used to have a joke about Esther Williams. My friend uh, Bernice looked like Esther Williams, and she was Jewish. So we used to call her Esther Williamsburg. <laughs> Williamsburg <laughs> is a plate pot in Brooklyn. Hmm. A plate Anyway, the joke didn't work. These friggin' glasses. Come on, Ron. Pull it together. So we got a chat room full of people. What's up, everybody in the chat room? Let's give some shout-outs. We got B. Claudia from Woo! Germany. What's up, B? Yay! We got Eileen Shapiro. Shapiro. We got Dave from Stars Now UK in Yay. the UK. I see uh, Goddess. What's up, Goddess? Goddess, those lips on my... She said you got one fine ass. <laughs> really? That's what every man said that ever knew. Now, listen, I saw your lips on Facebook, my darling. What? Those are succulent lips. Those are like toilet plungers. Wow. They were like some, I mean, she, no, really. She had lips like a toilet plunger. Oh. The big, juicy, sexy. My God, what filthy thoughts men have when they see those lips. Anyway, goddess, uh, I know you're not getting married, honey, but I'm happy that you're happy and I love you to pieces. And uh, and when are you going to come on our show, goddess? We have to have you on. We'll have her just call in one day. 
Well, I, we can't. She could Skype in. Yeah, we, we'll have to have. We have to set it up to do well, it. When I want to talk with her like a person to person. I'm sick of doing Facebook. It's like porno. You know, all those filthy pigs that come on and tell you what they want to do to you. Oh, no. I hate that. Do they, call, <laughs> right. they come on my page and they tell me all these filthy things they want to do. And I think, oh, my God, do people really do that? Who knows? Chad, I sent you a text, too. Check it out and let me know. <laughs> chatty, chatty, chatty. How's it going? How's the marriage? Did you do any cooking? Yeah, I do cooking. Um, I'll bring home food. But Heather, of course, is the master chef. <clears throat> I have She's not- a good Oh yeah, she's she's awesome. I bring food here, and you know everyone's like, "What'd you bring today?" Share, share. Well, I used to ask you that, like, "What are you eating today?" And I gave up on it because it was boring shit that you ate. Oh really? I was eating that. boring shit back then. Well, you didn't. You didn't eat. Ex- well, I talk about boring shit. I had a dinner party last Sunday afternoon for all of my great friends, right? Yeah. And my daughter Leslie said to me, "Daddy." Every time you have a dinner party, you have a couple of drinks and you ruin all the food. So now pre-cook it the day before. This way, all you have to do is put it in the oven and serve it. Yeah. Camel shit. Camel shit? Yeah. My lasagna looked like camel shit. Oh, that's I terrible. I make lasagna what I make. As long as it didn't yeah, taste no, like No, my shit. eggplant looked like camel shit. And my broccoli and sun-dried dry, sun flour... Uh, Sun-dried tomatoes and broccoli pasta that I always make delicious good. with cannoli nuts mm. came out like wallpaper paste with, oh. like, rocks in it. <laughs> no, the food was atrocious because you cannot cook Italian food the day before and put it in the refrigerator. It becomes garbage. You have to cook it fresh. So my daughter's out of her mind. Anyway, so I had 11 people here starving. But we had a lot They of- loved it. They all ate it. Only one person got kind of like really sick. Well, no. What? Brian, Somebody no, got Brian, sick. Brian, Brian got sick because we started off with Bloody Marys. Yeah. Then we went to vodka martinis, and then he went to wine. And that's in the afternoon. So he was sick from, from the booze, not my food, because he really didn't eat my food. I didn't eat my food either. I ate it. it was a the truck. eggplant was good. Oh, please. It was like a cinder block. And that's pretty good, too, Chad, because, you know, I don't like those kinds of things. But eggplant, I actually like. Anyway, cook it fresh. Italian food was meant to be cooked on the spot and eaten immediately before it chills. That's the secret to eating good Italian food. In a restaurant, you like it if they bring you your food cold and it's all stuck together no. and soggy? No. Well, what makes any difference? Anyway, I'm not cooking anymore. I've given up on cooking. He'll I'm cook. It's just, no, here's the old. problem. is he's like He gets so excited because he's talking in conversations with all the people that he just forgets about things, and then they sit in the oven too long. <laughs> it's true. No, one of my- after a few after a few of those bloody marys yeah, and yeah, that's a, it. it's a vodka. eleven people sitting around on the couch with the food <laughs> in the oven, and then all of a sudden he's like, "Oh no, my no, food's no, in the no, oven." No, 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 no. You got to bring the timers no, no, with you. I, I, no, I completely <laughs> forgot about it. It was it was I think Tony that said, "Ron, I think your food's burning." I thought, "Oh, oh my god!" I forgot. <laughs> it was hilarious. I had my pasta boiling and my eggplant, everything in the oven was oh, it was a mess. Anyway. But you know what? When you have a dinner party, Chad, it's not for – and Chad and everybody else, it's not for the food. Everybody comes for the socializing and getting to talk we, with I friends, mean, and we had talk. a blast. Everybody's well funny. Everybody told stories. We all were laughing ourselves off. Was, we all a little buzzed. So it was a fun, fun affair. But I have to tell you another thing. You must have help when you cook at my age because 78 <laughs> years old – 
it's not like when you're 30 years old. You know, you forget things. You can, I forget recipes. I forget what I'm doing. And I need help in the kitchen because the dishwasher is full. This is that pot's in the sink. And now that we have all these crappy open kitchens that I despise to the rest of the house, you're sitting in the most elegant dining room with a 10-foot dining room table. Candles are burning and flowers and china. And then you turn to the right and you see this filthy mess of dishes, pots, pans, crap all over. It's atrocious. What happened to walls and kitchens with swinging doors so you could hide the mess? And even <laughs> it wasn't if, that messy. It's not really well, that messy. Well, even if I hired somebody, the woman is in the kitchen banging pots and pans, and we're 10 feet away in the dining room. Walls. I believe in walls. I like it open. Of course. Everybody can see it. I'm common. I'm common as dirt. <laughs> I didn't say that, did I? <laughs> I never said that. I know. We've got some other people just joined us. What's up? Patrick Talbot, who's Ghostly Beard on Twitter, is in the chat room saying hi to everyone. Hello, Patrick. And uh, Gata said that she uh, she had two glasses of wine on an empty stomach this weekend, and she went to take a shower. And on the way back, she, the bed was so inviting that she left her friends for a couple of hours because she had to take a nap. Yeah, I bet. Mm. <laughs> With who, Goddess? The With boy, who? The boyfriend. The boyfriend grabbed her and threw her in the bed. <laughs> what do you think? He said, close the door, let the guests drink, and let's go. And Goddess said, okay, honey. <laughs> and she threw him a good one, right, Goddess? <laughs> you never know. I mean, please, she went to bed alone, really. That beautiful thing yeah. with that body went to bed alone yes. at a party. Never happened. It does happen once in a while, though. People some, go to bed some, alone. Some sneak is going to sneak in the bedroom and attack her, please. Please. <laughs> okay. <laughs> never let it be said that I said that. Okay, yeah, you never said it. Jimmy Starr said it. That's right. I said it, Chad. I'm always the bad one anyway. Mm -hmm. I can only imagine what you go through off air. He won't give me the money to finish the patio. Right? Oh, well. He won't. He said to me, we've spent too much money. I won't even tell you the amount, but it was over a half million dollars since we left Pennsylvania in cash. Oh. That's buy, buying. We're buying the house outright and doing and moving and going and insuring and moving. The, it was yeah. it was twelve thousand dollars just to move out here. Thirteen. Mm, Thirteen thousand. Plus we put seven thousand dollars down in the floor. We blew out the. I mean, it's a fortune of money today to do anything. I don't know how people even like do it if you don't if they're not making big money. Th- four, fifth, Sixty years ago, my father bought an old dump in Astoria, an old dilapidated house, because my dad was a builder as well. And he made that house magnificent on $3,000. The house was gorgeous when it was done. Today, $3,000 doesn't even buy you drapery. Well, it's it'll, it'll buy drapery, but it definitely doesn't buy a floor. <laughs> so Jimmy said, and then, and Jimmy uh, said. Goddess, Goddess said you have to blame some. Ron has to blame someone, so he has to blame me. And she wants to know what happens with the solar panels. <laughs> the solar panels, everybody, all my friends said get them. And they all, like my one friend said he spends 200 a month. Because, you know, Palm Springs, we have AC all the time in the summertime, and it gets quite hot here. Sometimes in the August, up to 120. So you need, It was 112 the other day. So you need to have a lot of air, con- and it costs money because we have windmills all around on Indian land here. But the Indians don't let Palm Springs have that electric. They sell it to Las Vegas and Los Angeles. So we have to look at those friggin' propellers that ruined our mountain views, and we don't even get the benefit of the electricity. We should really be living in electric-free town. Palm Springs should not be paying for electric. Actually, you're right about that. I agree with that. Of course, I'm right about everything, darling. 
haven't you learned that? Haven't you learned that? Even when you're not, you are. <laughs> That's some funny shit. I like uh, somebody on my Facebook page, some actor, I forgot his name. I'd love to use his name so I could, you know, get him. He said he hates homosexuals. He can't stand fags, he put, faggots, he wrote, because they act like 12-year-old girls. How stupid is he? He must be a closet queen or a guy that really is gay and, and is fighting it himself because no man has the mentality to come forward and make such a statement. No real man like our guest today. Our guest today is magnificently handsome, hunky, sexy, butch, big, tall, muscular and fabulous actor. And he hugs me and he, he squeezes me and he's just wonderful because he's a real man. Uh, these closet faggots, they don't do that. They're afraid because they might get a tingle in their pingle. Tingle in their pingle. Up, oh, we want to say hi. Pat just joined us in the chat room, you guys. Uh, that's at Cody fans or at Jimmy underscore Ron underscore fans on Twitter. And she's in Canada, so we want to say hi to her. And where is she in Canada? She's in like one of those where, places where, where it's still can, snowing. Where's Canada? She's it's still snowing yeah, there. Can, I don't know. Someplace uh, up Banff or someplace. Canada? I don't know. Is that how you say it? It's Canada. It's Cannes. I said, well, no, Canada. It's not France. It's not the Cannes Film Festival. No, it's, it's C A N Cannes. Nada. Okay, it's Chad. Like how do you say can. Canada? How do you say Canada? Canada. See. <laughs> no, 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 no. Teach me, Ron, how it, to properly it, say it's, that. It's it's an absolute fact that every newscaster, when he has learned to speak proper English, spoke New York English, not New York slang, but New York English. New York City people who are educated and speak properly speak English correctly. Not me. I'm from Brooklyn. Frig all of you. But anyway, okay. it's Canada. That's it's your, Canada. Okay. That's your okay. accent because you're from Florida. Hey, Patrick, am I saying Canada correctly? Just say now yes or no. Now you said Canada. Oh, now Canada. you said it correct. Canada. Canada. No, Canada. You, was, you were saying Canada. She's in Maine. She's in Maine. Anyway, we got to call. So first of all, you guys, we got two great guests today. We have Harley Wallen is going to be our second guest. And Jason Finney's getting ready to come on right now. He's Yay! been on the show before. We love him. We love Jason. Um, Chad, we got to find something to... Uh, to play while we're calling him. Why don't we try playing Armonite since we've never played Armonite before? Do you have that? I do have that. All right, you guys, this is Armonite. They're an Italian band, and they play, like, violins and stuff, and it's really funky, great music. Uh, the name of the song is By Heart, and we've never played anything like this before on the show. I think you guys are going to like it, so enjoy. That's because class has come to the Jimmy Star Show. Enjoy Armonite <laughs> By Heart while we're getting Jason Finney on the line. Bye, everybody. Sono See you in a minute. tutti italiani.
right, Jimbo, there you go. All right, everybody, that was Armin Knight. The name of the song is By Heart, and uh, their new album is called In the Stars Above. And uh, it just came out like a week ago. It's really cool. And now, Jason, just say something before we introduce you. Hey, guys, how you doing in that hot weather of yours? There you go. So we know Loving what Loving every here. minute of it. Uh, All right, everybody. Now we're going to do a real introductions. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the fitness guru and absolutely terrific actor, Mr. Jason Finney. Hello and welcome to the show. Hey, guys. Hey. How are you? And you Bye. already know us, but like, since there's new people coming in, we have to... Uh, Jason uh, is a buddy. Yeah, old... I know, but we still have to introduce him. So say hi to Ron. You already know Ron. Hello, hello. Of course I know Ron, my buddy Ron. I love to hug Ron. Yes, <laughs> I know that. And I talked about that it. That was before. perfect. <laughs> and I talked about it before. Only a real man hugs a gay guy. All the gay guy, the closet pegs, they won't even touch us because, like I said, they get a tingle in their pingle and they don't know what it's all about. So then they got, then we got that man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Mr. Finney, welcome back to the show. Good to have you. Hey, Chad, how are you? Sounding great? Good to see you again. You too, buddy. Then we have a chat room full of people from all over the place. So say hi to everybody in the chat room. Hello, chat room. And, and Eileen's in there. Say hi to Eileen. Oh, great. Hello, Eileen. <laughs> See how they light up when they talk to Eileen. I'm everybody, you, likes, big, everybody likes big, Eileen. Big tits really score. I'm sorry. Wrong. When you have like knockers like Eileen's got, like what is she, like 30, 47 triple X or something? <laughs> I mean, men, men just get silly. They look at those bazooms and they go, they get giggly. And it's amazing what tits do for men and women, too. You got to, like, love it. What are you going to say? She says well, hello. She, she says, hey, handsome, back. So did there you go. Did you see go. how Jason lit up when he said her? I know, Ooh. I know. He got, he got all masculine. <laughs> all, he got all penis, you know, like what? all penis. <laughs> you got to, like, love it. All right, but everybody. anyway, I want to ask you are we yeah. love? Mm -hmm. She's my angel. Who are you killing in films lately? Are you doing any more of that horror <laughs> shit? Killing uh, off? No horror right now, but I did something interesting with uh, Bianca Del Rio and Rachel Dratch. It just came out. It's called Hurricane Bianca from Russia with Hate. It's her second movie. So you know who uh, Bianca Del Rio is, right? I do. He a, does. A drag queen, Yes, right? a very famous drag right. queen. Right. So... Her claim, she became famous when she was on the RuPaul Drag Race, that reality show. Yeah. Right. She was one of the contestants there and kicked butt and then just became huge. Uh, and then did this one film, Hurricane Bianca, and then we just did the second one. And I played a, a Russian soldier in there, which was fun, like a prison guard. Actually, too, wait, because there's uh, Dot Marie Jones is in that film. <gasps> Love me. Did you get to work with Dot Marie Jones? Do you know who Dot Marie Jones is? No, I worked with Bianca and with Rachel. Okay. Oh, too bad you didn't work with Marie. She's an angel. We love her. She, she plays the Russian, like military, like the one, with the, like the head Russian person. I oh, think, yeah, yeah. like she's, the lady. She was fantastic. I just didn't get to, uh, a chance to work with her. She was well, on Glee. We had her on the show like she, two she, years ago. We a, love her. She's a lesbian woman married to an airline stewardess who is absolutely like hot breathtakingly gorgeous long blonde hair body of death magnificent face feminine sexy creature and she's lesbian too you never know it so you see everybody out there not all gay people look like fairies and dykes <laughs> <laughs> guys listen this is a very cool uh oh hang on i don't want this uh wait wait uh um so you guys with this movie it's called hurricane bianca from russia with hate uh, Jason is in it. 
Wanda Sykes is in it. Oh, my God. I love Wanda. Kristen Johnson. You guys remember her from 30, thir Third Rock. I think it was Third Rock from the Sun. Rachel Dratch is uh, Saturday Night Live. Uh, yeah. Dot Marie Jones, who's been a guest, and we—I actually have the trailer. We're gonna play the trailer. Eileen oh, says that Eileen says I've Hurricane Bianca's a good friend of hers. This movie I've got to see, and it's got a great soundtrack. And I'll give a little plug because when is it coming out? It's out. It's on Netflix, right? Oh, I'm watching it yeah. tonight. It's on I'm, Netflix. I'm watching it tonight because we hate television. The shit they put on regular television is boring as hell. I mean, one more like. They, what the, what's with that show where they carve knives and they cut meat and they kill each other? What is that kind of shit? <laughs> I mean, that's entertainment. Who gives a fuck about you carving a knife and it's sharp? I mean, I want to see. Oh, this sounds like fun, Jason. It's a very campy. It's a very campy thing, and I love that. And in Jason's scene, in Jason's Jason's got a scene where Hurricane Bianca and Rachel Jacks they come in to the wherever he is because I don't know what it is. I guess they're in Russia or whatever, and they come in and they're prostitutes and they come in to to, to cure the fags. Yes, what happens, what happens is Rachel, her character drags Bianca to Russia because she's, uh, she's got something to settle with her uh, from the first movie. And uh, they come to this prison where then I have to bring them to the fags so they can cure them. And if they do so, I'll pay them a potato each. <laughs> oh my god this film is deranged this yeah it's deranged my, my kind of film totally deranged what what was i missed the first one why didn't you it's call hurricane me? bianca why didn't you let me oh, he's know. not in that one you weren't in the first one were no, you no i was just in the second oh all right that's a good reason <laughs> uh, so we're gonna watch that everybody but we've got oh, tonight we're definitely we have the trailer watching. so i want everybody to see the trailer chad do you have the trailer i do have the trailer so, All right, Jason, just uh, do some kind of thing saying, hey, this is the trailer for Hurricane Bianca, whatever, whatever. And we're going to play it for everybody real quick. Yeah, this is Hurricane Bianca from Russia with hate. Enjoy. One more night terror for the road, I guess. Now get up. Time for your release. You need more Bianca in your life. Bianca is upstairs in the closet where she belongs. Mama, we are broke. These little schemes yours just make things worse. Is this what you want? A world where freaks and homosexuals get to do whatever they desire? Look at what you've become. An elderly woman living alone on a fixed income. Vladimir Putin has assigned a new prime minister of homosexual propaganda. Yikes, she looks like fun at a party. I sent her a letter saying she won this teaching award, only she has to go to Russia to get it. Das Vidania, Texas. Bianca Del Rio's going to Russia. I need you to go in there and come back out with a full report. If we're lucky, police will round up the whole fruit basket. Welcome to Club Katya. I am your hostess, Katya. I arrest you. Oh, yes, daddy. Oh, no, secret police. Hey! I'm going to temporarily ignore your psychotic blend of down-home homophobia and lack of Southern charm. Considering we both have two people that we care about in prison, I think it's best that we work together to get them out. I'm Vicky Leakes. I run this joint. You would do that? Yes, I would do that. And I hate you. I'm sorry. Hate is a strong word. What I meant to say was, I really hate you. Make this queer a real man, or you both die in Siberia. Maybe mm. Siberia is not so bad. <laughs> Degenerate homosexuals are escaping! Let's get them! Oh no, it's raping season! Oh. We're 
totally like Charlie's Angels right now. Yeah. Hey, you're Bosley. Hey, that looks good. There you go, Jimbo. So, everybody, that's it from Russia with hate. Hurricane Bianca, it's on Netflix. Are you sure it's Netflix, right? It's on Netflix now? It's on pretty much anywhere. You can stream it online. Just uh, Google it, and you'll find that it's all over the place. And uh, Eileen just said that she. everybody says it looks very funny. Eileen says she wants to interview you for the movie because she's doing promotions. Yeah, hang on doing a minute, promotions for the movie. You have a nose hair that's driving me oh. crazy. Oh, my God. No, I'm looking at it. And pull. Oh, my goodness. Wait, I'm trying to pull it out. Oh, he's doing that on TV. Everybody I don't sees. care. It's, I look at your profile, and you've got this long. Like <laughs> oh, well. a, it's almost like a fall, you know, coming. I'll sniff, I'll sniff it in. So, so everybody, this is a. First of all, you guys, a lot of the people on the soundtrack for this film have been guests on the show. Spectrum Music Group put the soundtrack out, uh, so a lot of the musical guests, you know, you guys will actually know. You'll have heard their music before on the show. Uh, the soundtrack, I don't know if it's available yet on iTunes, but it will be, but I guess the movie is available, and everybody should check it out, uh, and everybody wants to see Jason in it, plus anybody who likes Hurricane, uh, Hurricane Bianca. like she's, she's really like one of the biggest drag queens in the world. Well, I know she's great. She's really she talented, very, very talented. Yeah, well, I, ha I have an announcement to make. Somebody put in my private message thing. I don't know why they could have put it on my Facebook. What a lovely compliment that our show now is going to a nursing home. Okay? <laughs> out somewhere. I don't know where. Out in middle, middle America. It goes everywhere. And I thought a nursing home. So I wrote back to this guy. I said, are you serious? And then he wrote back. I said about my language. And he said, Ron, they love it. Every time you say a curse word, they pee themselves in their wheelchairs. And I thought, what a sight is that? But anyway, to everyone out there in the nursing home that's watching us, I send you my love and don't pee yourself. You know, it's a mess and you got to take the pampers off. You got to take a shower. <laughs> you know what you do? You get a cork, women, and up there. And men, put on a condom. This way you fill it like a balloon and you don't have to pee yourself. But anyway, thank you all for watching <laughs> us. And I hope, and here, this is for all of you. Fuck. If you can, <laughs> if you can do. If you can't fuck, don't. That's that's hilarious. So hold on. So also, you guys, listen. Okay, so Jason's been doing a whole bunch of things as IMDb has upcoming projects and... If you guys remember, several years ago, we had Robert Davion, uh, who played in, uh, he was a bad guy in James Bond, he was in Die Hard, he was in Goonies as the bad guy, and uh, uh, he sings Frank Sinatra, and you're going to be, you have a, a role in a film with him that you just shot this week. Tell everybody whatever you're allowed to tell. <laughs> yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, it's, it's a show about Mott Haven, which is uh, an area in the Bronx. We actually shot it right there, too. And um, it's, you know... A biker thing, a mafia thing. You know, I play a heavy. You know, I can never play the nice guy who owns a a, floor, a florist shop or something like that. You know, you could I was never play the guy who's about to kill somebody or going to kill somebody or going to get killed. Or you know what I mean? I'm well, a nice you, guy. I, I never get the nice guy. <laughs> you could never play a hairdresser. I, wh why not? Because I have no hair. No, because you're not feminine enough. You're too big and too manly. If you were a hairdresser, the shop would never make any money because all the gay operators would be hitting on you constantly all day long and there'd be no work done. I, I, I was a hairdresser. I know what I'm talking about. If he worked in my shop, forget it. <laughs> forget it. I can wait, wait, fuck it up no, a little bit. We have to get you out of like that stereotype, but it, yes, it kinda, it's kind of hard to do when you're like all muscular and how tall are you? Like six foot four, six I'm foot six, five? Six, aren't you? Six six? No, no, I'm six foot two. 
Oh, he's only oh, six I, foot two, you guys. You're, you're only two inches taller than I am. Yeah, I'm six foot two. So how come next year? Well, I, that's my real height. You see, I could have said I'm six foot four, like everybody else does, and they're actually only six foot one, but then it doesn't work. But I'm actually six foot two. Next yeah, year, and you'll I, never get to be in a Sylvester Stallone movie either, because he's like five foot two, and he doesn't yeah. like people to look bigger than him. <laughs> unless, unless they put him on stilts. Yeah, or but on cans or something. I, I'm six foot. And next to you, I feel like a petite little man. That's just because you're you're not like all muscular like he is. That's not nice. I'm muscular. <laughs> <laughs> we well, have... not muscular like that. He had a special okay. that was on NBC okay. or something. Okay, Jason, do me a favor. Roll up your sleeve. Make a muscle. <laughs> I show you I have the same muscle you have. Look at that really? muscle. Look at that muscle. Uh -oh. <laughs> quick, quick. Before, before it deflates. Quick. Look at that. Everybody, there look, you go. Look, look, look at my muscles bigger. You better squeeze a lot harder here. I may Shut help up. push it up. <laughs> hey, Ron, I think I have your leg up here on my shoulder. <laughs> you do. <laughs> that is hilarious. That was very mean, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys, too, some of the other things you've seen Jason in, just to give a plug to some of the shows he's been in. He's always killing people. Allegiance, shooting Allegiance Gotham. Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, Daredevil, Imperium, Small Cries, and I didn't know you were on Limitless. I think that was like one of the greatest shows ever, and I don't know why it didn't really make it, because I, th like, I thought that show Limitless was awesome. Yeah, it was a good show. had a good time on it. You know, look, people just didn't watch it, I guess. I don't know why that is. It's all the shows that I like a lot get canceled. You know what I want to see him in desperately? So this way I could get to meet the other Jason. Who's the other Jason? Gorgeous Jason. Oh, he wants you to like act in something against Jason... Uh, Statham, he like he's got this thing for Jason. I got Statham. a crush on Jason. Oh, uh, he'll he'll never work. Uh, he'll never work with me. Why not? What happened? He's well, another little we're guy. Bald. We're both. It's like I would never work with. Uh, uh, you know, some of the guys that are anybody who looks like you is not you're not going to work with them. If, they, if you make them look small, if you make them look, uh, you know, mm. not like the lead is. Uh, not darling, listen, I throw on a pair of five inch spike heels. I'm taller than you are. <laughs> So, you know. Yeah, but you're still, you know, not going to look as wide as me. <laughs> I could pad shoulders like Joan Crawford. Or I could borrow Eileen's bra and stuff it. And then I'd look way bigger than you. You know what you would look good in, though? Even though I guess you're both bald. But that would be cool if they brought you into the Fast and Furious series. That's what I'm series As the bad guy. Like, as one of the bad yes. guys against Vin Diesel and against all of them. And yeah. Jason. Like, that would be a good Listen, one. This, Go this ahead, way. man. Make it happen. Make it happen. <laughs> well, this way... You I would love that. You can have lunch with Jason, the other Jason, and invite me, and I can meet Jason. He just not really wants to meet Jason. Not that he's interested in me because he's married to a gorgeous young model. What would he want with an old queen? But anyway, you never Ron, know. That's like, Ron doesn't have that many people that he's like, like thinks are like super hot. So like he really likes, and he doesn't even like those like really violent movies. But he will watch it if it's a Jason Statham movie, just because he likes Jason Statham no, actually, so much. No, actually, I like the uh, what is it called? Those movies? Fast and the Furious. The Fast and the Furious movies are really very good because they're really not bloody like most. They're more exciting. They're car chases and adventureful, and I love when Jason is spinning around kicking everybody's faces. And <laughs> so you know. It's the gory trash films, the films that are directed horribly, photographed horribly, d dialogue is horrible, and all they do is show blood coming out of uh, tubes from the neck, you know, squirting. I think that's cheesy. That's like comedians that curse a lot because that gets the laugh. Do you know martial arts? Can you do that martial arts stuff in a film if you have to? Yeah, <clears throat> yeah I did some jujitsu. I did some... Uh... 
Taekwondo. He's you know. a physical therapist. Not therapy. He's, he's a not a physical therapist. What are you? Wait, no, he's a trainer. Well, that's the same thing. Physical somebody. Yeah, it's a physical. Yeah, but it's it's a trainer. It's not a therapist. But do I do do some therapy though with my clients? There you so go. You <laughs> wait, wait, this is a good segue. We're going to come back and talk about movies more in a minute, but let's go. Because, like, listen up, you guys. This is a really cool thing. So, Jason is now a, a children's author. He's got a book that's coming out in November. Is that right? Yep, November. Okay, and he's got, there's three of them, right? But only yep. one's coming out first. Right in November, and then hopefully the after the uh, New Year, the, the rest. Okay, so this is a really cool thing for everybody. And everybody who has kids, you really should get this bo these books for their kids. And it's called. Captain Pump, the world's first fitness superhero, and Jason's Captain Pump. Okay. And it's and it's really to help. Well, tell everybody what it is to help promote like health and and well being for in children, so they don't all you know grow up and be sick and terrible. Yeah, it's the Adventures of Captain Pump, and it's the story of an unlikely hero who is the janitor of a school who ends up helping kids become fit and healthy, and uh, socially tolerant and accepting. Uh, of those around them and fantastic uh, storyline that helps kids uh, in the real world and also in this fictitious world where Pump, uh, Captain Pump lives. So it's really a fantastic idea to uh, help kids. We, we need more people like you to let the word be that we must help our children to be healthy mentally and physically and teach them that violence is not the way to go. Shooting a gun is not safe and it's not what fun. What about eating? That's what and it's eating about. like a pig and becoming a horse is not healthy mentally, sexually, or any other way. Because when you're a fat slob and you become a teenager, no girls want you. So therefore, you masturbate too much and you go mentally ill or blind. Actually, in the chat room, they're saying they need <laughs> Not it. really. In the, in the chat room, they're saying they need the book for the... B. Claudia says she needs it for her nephew and... Absolutely. And figures that Goddess wants to know if you have kids. <laughs> no, I don't, but I work with kids all the time. Um, he he I, may have. He may have a few around, but he don't know them. Now, listen... <laughs> He's, he's single. He's single, girls. Well, we don't know that. Are you, yeah, single? Are you single? Not right now, no. No, he's not single right now. You're not back now. with you know who, because she's no. on my Facebook. He's got a new one. A okay. new one? Oh, because you know she's Is she on, an actress? Wait, the ex is on my Facebook page. We're still good friends. Is yes, she? Wait, wait, okay. I mean, you know, we're still friends as well, but, you know. I feel sorry. So is, wait, wait, wait. Is your, who's, who's the new one? Am I going to like her? Because uh, I love the old one. The, the old one's a favorite. Like, I mean, if I like her, you'll like her, right? Yeah, well, yeah I yes. Well, I like the old one. She's a sweetie pie. She's a very nice I liked her, but the new one might be. Is she a bitch? No, I would never be with a bitch. No, is she beautiful? Of course. Well, I bet. I bet she's. Does she have the body of death? Always. Then she's like me. <laughs> <laughs> and is she in the entertainment industry? I bet not. No. That's probably smart. To, like, is have she Canadian not... or American? She's American. Oh, from good New for you! Way to go! Wait, shut up! From I'm getting dirt from New York. <laughs> That's all you're getting, buddy. <laughs> no, is she, is she from New York? She's from the tri-state area. Brooklyn, maybe like me? No, tri-state area. You said tri-state, not well, tri-state tri area. Oh, tri-state. <laughs> oh, she's probably from Jersey. Wait, wait, Jersey, Jersey, New York. What's the third? A Jersey state there? Goyle. What's, wait, what's the third state? In a tri, in tri -state? Pennsylvania, New Jersey, New York. Okay, she's probably a Jersey Goyle. Isn't it Connecticut? Oh, no, yeah, I think it's not, Connecticut. That's not tri-state. Oh, I have no, no idea. Uh, 
Pennsylvania, New Jersey, and New York was tri-state. Uh, hang on, hang on, hang on. B. Claudia, the book's not out yet. It's uh, up for pre-order on Amazon. You can plug in Jason Finney, but when you spell Jason, it's got two S's. So it's J-A-S-S-O-N, Finney, F-I-N-N-E-Y. And uh, it's The Adventures of Captain Pump, the world's the, the world's it. first fitness superhero. It's a beautiful-looking book. I've seen pic lots of pictures. They're fabulous. Um, and she's saying that it would be good for her learning scanner center and her school, too. So that's where you need to start promoting that thing, dude. Okay, Jason, <laughs> Jason, Jason, when you have a copy, please send it to me. And I, I promise, I promise that every week... For a minute and a two, I will show the book and tell people to buy it because this is a book that we need so desperately now with what's going on with young people. Right. Also, with the gay guys that are gay kids that are being kicked out of their homes because they're gay. Right. That's why my cause is to build in Palm Springs this wonderful housing place to take in the young people who have been kicked out of their homes. Don't kill yourself. That's not the answer. Come to the home. There are people there you can talk to who will help you to understand that being gay, you're not the only one. We are in the millions and millions and millions. And those of us who are out, what about all the millions and millions and millions <laughs> that are married in closet cases? Okay. So we are in the trillions, trillions, trillions. Okay. I don't know how that like exactly fit. What doesn't fit? The whole thing about the book, because the book isn't well. No, the book is the book is about self-esteem. It's about kids feeling good about themselves. When you're young and you're hot looking with a gorgeous body, the girls come on to you, the guys come on to you. You know that's actually Goddess is coming on to him right now, saying oh, she could be single. Yeah, well, and Eileen wants the book. <laughs> you know, Goddess. Oh, and B. Claudia says she works with disabled kids also. Plus. It's great. It's great. Listen, She's the best. Listen, B. Claudia's like the coolest listen, lady on the planet. I, growing up, have known heavy set kids and thin kids. The kin thin kid thin I can't speak today. The thin kids all had the most beautiful girls in high school. I was a thin kid. I went steady thirty two times in one year. No lie. I'd meet them, break off with them, meet them, break off with them. I was confused. But anyway, the heavy set kids they always tended to stay home and watch American Bandstand on television. I was on American Bandstand. There you go. Okay. <laughs> That's the difference. Now, hang you know, on. Get, getting back to the kids and the homelessness and that kind of thing, um, I was looking for someone to redo the website because I have a really cool interactive website that is going to help the kids be able to learn and play a game at the same time while they're going through the website and, and becoming fit and healthy through understanding different elements that will help them with their confidence, with their self-esteem, with their their uh, their entire well-being, basically. So I was watching a news uh, report not too long ago, about a month and a half ago, and uh, they featured this one kid from from Long Island who was homeless when he was a teenager, and he ended up going to this home somewhere on Long Island that took in these guys specifically. Uh, um, for a certain amount of time while they would get back on their feet and he today is doing fantastic and he is a web designer and he's also a guy who creates games so I, I reached out to him I contacted him I said you know what I'm working on this project and I think you'd be absolutely perfect to work on this project with me I'm looking Which is for cool that has your talent but I'm also looking for someone that understands the cause and the reason behind you know, we're doing this. Why are we doing this? 
is to help the kids and kids need help you know they don't absolutely have, they don't have a role model they don't have a captain kangaroo or uh you know mr rogers like we had growing up so i'm trying to bring something positive into their lives that they can look at and if they feel down they know that captain pump will you know pick them up and if they're not feeling confident about themselves they can come to pump land and feel good about themselves because everybody is is accepted there everybody is is welcome and everybody's made to feel happy and healthy i love it it's a great it's a great idea it's a great concept It'll great make great action figures and lunch boxes and all kinds of cool things. Right. You know, once the whole thing but takes off. But you should write in your next book. Do me a favor. Where Captain Pump deals with the gay boy in the school, mm -hmm. and then you tell all the other children that bullying a gay person, push any person it, really, put, no, mostly gay people, because when you bully each other on the same level as heterosexuality, the bullying is more or less cheesy. But when you call a young man a fudge packer, a fag, a queer, nobody likes you, you act like a girl, you should die faggot, queer, come suck my cock, all that fucking shit that you have to hear growing up as I did, it can bend your brain. But I was lucky because I was pretty, tall, thin, and I dated a soap opera star. So my attitude was, fuck all of you. Look who I am and look at you, you pieces of fat shit. <laughs> And I, went on to, and I went on to becoming who I am today. Hang on. Let's go back, though. Hold on. I want to go back. Because, first of all, you don't eat anything unhealthy, right? Well, once in a while, of course. I mean, you know what? You have to have a little bit of, of, of whatever you want now and then. I'll eat pizza. I'll have some fries. I'll have a burger. Sure, absolutely. But Or, or a little poussin. My, my main diet, my staple is, you know, fresh, as fresh as it can be, and I cook. And uh, I think that the most important thing is to try and stay out of restaurants because that's where you get the hidden salts and the fat. Yay for you. You know. Diarrheaville. Every restaurant is Diarrheaville today. All my friends are <laughs> suffering from diarrhea. They don't know why. This yeah. is the truth. My friend on Long Island, I won't give her name. Terry. But she's, no, don't give her <laughs> name. And she said she's suffering from diarrhea. That's all they do is eat out. Yeah. And when you start and you start eating at home, you realize just how much salt you're taking in. And salt? How about how much roach spray? Or if well, a, dead, yeah. a dead rat falls in the minestrone soup, they pull the rat out, like in one restaurant in Florida. I know that a friend of mine worked in. Mm -hmm. They found a rodent dead floating in the goddamn minestrone. Mm -hmm. And they took the rat out and served it to the people. Hang on one second. <laughs> is, is, your, is, your, is, your, is your website, it's not completed yet or it is completed? It's not yet completed. We're actually in the middle of redoing it. I had a completed one, but it was unfortunately done in Flash a while ago, so it's kind of outdated. Yes. So okay. What will the, what will the website be? Because people are asking me, what's the website like? So what will it be once it's? Oh, completed? it'll be CaptainPump.com. There you go, CaptainPump.com, everybody, to check it out. And one thing I wanted to bring up about the food thing, and I don't know, like, because I haven't read the Captain Pump books and everything, but like, I I know I like fast food. Um, and I know it's not not good for Poison. me, and I eat a lot less of it now than I used to. But like, if you were to go to McDonald's or Burger King, they automatically like supersize everything and make it as big as you know they can be. And the 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 portions are so huge and so unhealthy. And unfortunately, a lot of kids, you know, that's all they really like get to eat, and and that's why they're they're heavy and they don't exercise and they eat all that food that's really really bad for them. Um, and and hopefully, like. You know, you have you'll as you're moving along with the whole thing, you'll find ways to address that because I think that's one of the worst problems in America you today. You can't, can't address it with the kids. You have to address it with the parents. And unfortunately, and this is a fact, most 
white people, I'm not even going to use color, because everybody thinks that Hispanics and blacks are on welfare. That's bullshit. More white people are on welfare than, than the others. Women don't want to cook. A lot of them are drug, drug addicts or drunkards or just lazy pigs. And they say to their kid, they take the welfare money from the welfare check and they say, go to McDonald's. And this is a fact, and I can tell you it's a fact because of a relative of mine who is a drug counselor, a big famous one, and tells me these stories that that's what happens. And these young kids take the mother's welfare check and they go and they eat McDonald's or Burger Queen or the other ones, whatever they are. Burger King. Yeah. The food is terrible for you, though, and they supersize everything. They make it really, really big. And I think that if they – No, wait a second. I know, but it. I'm not a kid. I'm saying – because this book is for kids. Like <sighs> I think if kids, though, had an, uh, had an iconic person that they could look mm -hmm. up to and that person was saying, hey, you know, why don't you don't eat that cheeseburger with all that crap on it? Why don't we have – Whatever is healthy to eat, I don't even know because I don't eat that healthy. <laughs> but like, if you were to come out and say, "Hey, you we know, we eat healthy in this house," uh, I know we do. Let me. You're finishing my point. No, you are you getting no? Are you getting the point? Like, like Captain Pump can be someone for kids to look up to and say, "Hey, if you want to live a long life and be healthy, you know, these are the kind of things you should be eating, and, and these are the kind of things you, you should, should be, be doing. reading this book." I am going to read it as soon <laughs> as it learn, comes out. Let him go. Let him say. What I've done is at the end of every book, I summarize everything, and Captain Pump talks to the kids directly. As if you know, they're just finished reading the book together, and it's like, my God, do you did, can you imagine what just happened? You know, and through that, there's a dialogue that happens with Captain Pump directly to the kids. Then there's a whole section where I then offer fitness tips. I have something called the Captain's Cupboard, where we get in there and we talk about nutrition, and I give them tips. So every book they get more tips. So by the end of four, five, six, they have a full program that they can all of a sudden, you know, implement by themselves and check in with us at the website, check in on the books. And, and now we've become partners in becoming fit and healthy together. Because Captain I love it. often says, now we're partners in this, you know, we're going to become, you're going to become a pumpster, which is what we want people to become. We want the kids I, to be pumpsters, mini Captain Pumps. That's your gang. That's, that's the your posse, the pumpsters. I love it. <laughs> I was very lucky growing up because my grandmother from Italy lived with us all her life until she died. My grandmother never opened a can, never bought any crap from the supermarket. She used to walk every day up to Steinway Broadway in Astoria and go to the vegetable man, the fish man. I remember going to the chicken store with her and crying because they got a live chicken, chopped the head off, and then with a machine tore the feathers out. And I was devastated by that. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, the little animal. That's why I don't eat food, animal food, much. But anyway, actually, hold on, because B. Claudia in Germany said she just ordered the book, pre-ordered the book. Yes. On, uh, on Amazon. Jessica said that she, because she works with disabled kids and kids, and she said that she actually has written a book also uh, where she invented a world filled with little animals helping kids to learn to overcome dyslexia. She's like uh, the, the one of the biggest give back to the world, like people you will ever meet. So you guys are like perfect for. Uh, to know each other. I think it's really cool. So I, congratulations, B, and thanks for buying Jason's book. Thank It'll be coming so out in November, and uh, and it, it, you're going to be seeing the thing all over the place, I'm sure, because it's, it's such a cool concept. I, I love this book. I think it's a wonderful, wonderful thing. I'll be doing a still... big book fair in Miami in November, right after we release bring it. Out, bring it out here. Come yeah, absolutely, absolutely. The big book fair there doesn't happen until April, so it's just gonna. Like, basically, I just missed it, so I have to wait till next April for the big right. book fair. But I we'll mean, be up there. You'll, you'll come here, but no, it's a wonderful thing you're doing. It really is. It's about time. 
But there are a few books out there that deal with this this issue. She also says she wants to work with the book, and she wants to have a big captain. I guess you could do a cutout standing in the windows. You need to be making captain cutouts soon, eventually, once this thing kicks off, that people can stand it up, and that way they can see the captain while they're doing it. I love that stuff. Just make sure they spell it correctly, P-U-M-P, not H-U-M-P. It's really (laughs) cool. It's cool because we have uh, Ingram, who's going to be distributing it. And uh, they're the biggest distributor in the States. And one of the concepts is to make big cutouts and have books inside of a pocket instead of having them on a shelf. So on the cutout itself, you have the books in the pocket that Captain Pump will have on his belt, for example. Yeah, I love that. True. You and could also- instead of, you know, getting it lost on a shelf, all of a sudden you have, you know, this wonderful cutout and the kids will be drawn to it and the books will be right there. Well, if you come to Palm Springs, you should do blow-up dolls of yourself. Oh, Ron. Yeah, I could that was that. terrible. <laughs> they, they, they will sell. And then we'll call them Captain Hump dolls. Believe uh, me, they will sell in Palm Springs. Ron's always thinking about the business side. Yeah, huh? I know. Always thinking about <laughs> well, the business side. I mean, I don't know any queen out here that wouldn't buy a pump-up doll of you. I mean, that's for sure. They said you should go to the a Frankfurt Book Fair. You should go next year to the Frankfurt Book Fair. You should go all over the world and promote this book yeah. because it's... Yeah, it's interesting. You know, I'm, I'm actually looking right now how to, for funding for this because I had to fund this book by myself, um, and, and which was a great thing because, you know, it was a labor of love. And unfortunately, I lost my mom a couple of years ago. In fact, uh, in four days, it'll be two years. And, I, I so, remember that. Yeah. And um, I used that time after she passed to write these books. And it was kind of my way of, of dealing with it and escaping. And, uh, you know, uh, it, it's something that's very dear to me, this whole project uh, of helping kids and making sure that, you know, we can make a difference for them. And... My mom was, uh, she, she knew about this project because I started the project years and years ago. I mean, I had initially some um, interest in Canada for a TV show. That's what I was getting ready to say. It would make right. a great animated series. Right. So, you know, when I first came up with the concept, we had some interest initially. And then, unfortunately, uh, you know, with the, uh, the fall of 2008 and, you know, everything going to shit, uh, nothing worked out, and then it was a freeze on all kinds of productions, and that was the end of that. But the concept's always been there, and, and the idea of having this turn into a TV show has always been there. So it would be a, an homage to my mom to actually get it going. And in each book, I have one character that comes around, and it, it basically represents my mom. So Ah, that's so sweet. You know? Anyway, you know what? If the book is a success, it'll be a TV show. They base everything on, you know, whatever's happened already. Nobody wants to break their neck and take a chance on something like this. But once they see how successful it is and how people are so in agreement with it right. that they will do a TV show. It's no exactly. big deal. Look, look at our good friend. DreamWorks. DreamWorks should do it. You know, did you read Facebook this morning? No, I don't Kardoshula? Whatever the hell her oh, name Yeah, I know. Is. She's with Hot Rock TV. She's with Hot Rock TV. Our good friend who we love to death, uh, Magic Lady. She's a psychic Kardashian, Kardashian, Kardashian. Oh, she's the she's the medium that we wanted you to go on the witch hunt with the ghost hunt with right. us oh, from. Right. We, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we asked you, well, she's doing all sorts of fabulous stuff, and it has to do with uh, a lot of helping people. Everybody though in the chat room thinks that the project is fantastic I and they love so. it. I think so. I Thank think you so much, guys. Appreciate that. I don't know no. why somebody hasn't thought of it way before you. I mean, it's such an easy play. It's such an easy thing. Let's help well, the kids. Remember last one time, thing. Last year when I was on the show, 
your show. We spoke about it, but I couldn't say too much about it because we hadn't yet yeah. really inked anything, and uh, it wasn't ready, you know, to go. Now we're in production; everything's ready to go, and you know, I can tell you a lot more about it. You know, right? So, am I going to meet the girlfriend when I come to New York, or you come to LA? Yeah, when you come to New York, or I come down there. You know what? Let's get another ghost story thing going on. That'd be awesome. Another ghost hunter. Yeah, we have to figure that one well, out. Well, we have, you know, fun. she wants to do one desperately. She keeps Kadoshala, keeps telling Kadrosha. me. Kadrosha. I hate that name. I got to rename her. Anyway, you know. Queen she, of the Paranormal. Yeah, and she wants Eileen Big Tits to be in it also, and all of us, the old crew. Because uh, Eileen's hysterical. You had to see her climbing over the fence with those bazooms at the crazy house that was uh, out of business. You know, it was an old, dilapidated mental institution. Yeah. And we, had to, we had to go over like an eight foot cyclone fence and Eileen got to the top and of course they went first and then she was on one side of the fence and her bazooms were on the other side yes she got stuck well we were crying from laughter it was I mean when she's yelling out my tits are caught I couldn't breathe I mean I just no I really I couldn't breathe I just stopped for real she got caught for real, they got caught. Well, those things are so big. What are you going to do with them? They're always in the and way. And so you're like six feet up in the air, like trying to climb up. Yeah. Because, you know, it's not like we went into places that you're allowed to go. They were all like condemned psychiatric institutions and stuff that you're not allowed to be in. So we're sneaking in and sneaking. climbing through windows and oh all kinds of stuff. You we know, had a blast. When Eileen is coming to meet you and she turns a corner, they come first. Then Eileen follows them. I see, I see. But I so mean, our first one got 259,000 plays. Our second one is only like 15 minutes long. And we had that was the one you were going to go on. And we had such a good time. But it was raining and Kadrosha got car sick in the car. What a night. And we were like driving around in New York. And then all of a sudden, near the end of it, we saw this like ghost thing coming. But we were with Aaron Paul, the singer. And uh, and he at literally like he had his his grinder went off while we were doing it. Um, I don't know if you know what grinder is, but grinder's like there's a straight person version too. But it's basically like a hookup app on your phone. And okay. so his hookup app went off. We were in the middle of a, a deserted mental institution, and his grinder went off. If that tells you something, like because it only reaches like a you know a little well, bit away. So and, somebody in the and this thing that was coming <laughs> forward, I saw it, and I'm not believer of many things but it was a person it was looked like a woman in a white or grayish something was running alongside our car the opposite way our headlights hit it and it ran and i did see that so who Everybody knows in the chat room said they watched it and they had a lot of fun and just so you know but did you see eileen hanging from the fence by her bra <laughs> and goddess says that uh whenever you become single she's ready to mingle <laughs> Ready for her? I mean, this goddess don't quit. This this goddess. Did you ever see goddess? The no. Ultimate, uh, the ultimate. She's piece, on Facebook. You have to see her. Ultimate piece fabulous. of ass. She's fabulous. The ultimate piece of ass with a body of death and a pair of lips that. She only, lives in Florida, though. That you would love to, you know what? Have those lips around. But she is don't a, be a pig. Uh, she's a pig too. <laughs> um, uh, she is what? our goddess. She is the sexiest thing in the world. We love her. She's sweet. And she's young. She's young, too. What a box. She got some ass, too. Nice legs, everything. So let's, like, recuperate because we only got, like, five minutes left. Okay, first of all, here's one. Okay, we'll, we'll do a recap on the book for everybody in a minute. Let's go back to Hollywood a little bit. So you yeah. could be in any movie that you want to be in or you could op- act opposite whoever you want to work with. Who is a male and a female that you think would be cool to work opposite? And you can't pick Ron. I would do Fast and Furious. <laughs> I would totally do that as a villain coming there. 100%. I think you'd be, you'd be really good at that, too. That's a good one for you. Yeah. Yeah, I'd enjoy doing that. You know, Jason Statham has a new movie coming out called Meg, and it's about this like 
like super like ancient like shark. I, I have a hard time thinking. I mean, obviously they made a really big budget if he's in it, but like he's got a new movie about this super huge killer shark that's like a dinosaur shark or whatever. I can't wait. Are they doing the red carpet? Because if they are, I want to put in. I want to interview him on the red carpet. As I make out with him. Oh. <laughs> so, if you were gonna, if you could have like a, okay, let's say you were gonna be in a romantic. Do you ever watch any romantic movies? Yeah, of course. Like if you could be in a romantic movie, who would you like your 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 lead to be? And it can't be your girlfriend because that doesn't count. Like so, this is all fantasy, so she won't get upset. Girlfriend's not an actress. I know. So it's like, like if you could, if there, like who's a woman in Hollywood that you think oh, I was gonna make a romantic film? I would like to be like in Stole a film. Really? That's yeah. amazing. Why does everybody like her? I don't I like know, her at all. <laughs> I, I don't dislike her, but I don't think... I mean, I would have picked Angelina Jolie, the gorgeous thing in the I'd world. I'd pick Charlize Theron. Or Charlize. I mean, those <laughs> yeah, are two Charlize is great too. Yeah, yeah Charlize You is, wouldn't want to work with Angie? Angelina? You'd be good in an Avengers movie too, though. Like, I could see you in an Avengers movie. Yeah. I could see him in any, anything. I could see him in Father of the Bride. And, and God or if they remake the Superman, you could play Lex Luthor because he's bald. Exactly. Yeah. That would be a good one for you. You know, there is hair. He doesn't have to No, be they bald. had that TV show Krypton. I know, but like he should be on that TV show Krypton and he could play like the bad guy. I mean, he could have, you know. I just think it'd be fun to see you not as a bad guy in something like What do you look like with hair, better or less? <laughs> Actually, you know what? I prefer myself without hair. Because you shave your head. I know that. Um, do you shave I the shave, other ones? I also have a big bald spot in the back, so, you know. Now you shave your head. You shave the other ones too. What? My God! <laughs> My goodness! <laughs> He's always probing. He's a prober. Prober. That's why the show's a success. He loves to be probed too. Oh, no, He's stop, like, stop. Oh, wait, I think I have something in my head. Wait a minute. I think I'm going to make a character in the next Captain Pump book right about you. There you oh, go. I'll make him it. like a dirty perv. I think I'm pulling a bug out of my. I'll call him the probe. Yeah, the probe. The probe. <laughs> probe. So you guys listen wait, up. Wait, 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 listen. I ask the questions that everybody wants to know. Because <laughs> seriously, it's a boring thing when you do those friggin' interviews like everybody does on television. You know, what film, what this, who cares? We want to hear about you. Actually, what, in, what the, you like to in the chat room when you guys were doing your arm thing... Eileen, Goddess, and like four other people were saying, like, oh, that's not the pump we want to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Our audience is filthy. Yeah, we I do have a disgusting, a disgusting, yeah. wonderful audience. Everybody, everybody, listen, today, it's not like 30 years ago where you can't say hell. Everybody was in shock. Today, we are open and fun and friendly and so big. If you shave your balls, who cares? But, I mean, it's no big They're deal. They're saying what a wonderful guest, though. They love him. Now you're so funny. <laughs> I love, you know what it is. Jason's my friend. If he wasn't my friend, I wouldn't take such liberties. But um, he's my friend, and he's hung like a mule. So what's the big deal? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so let them up, really guys. suffer, Jason. Let them really <laughs> suffer. All right. So you guys, listen up. First of all, Jason, we got to get you on Twitter again because, like, that's a good way to promote this book. So you need to get yourself on Twitter. So you guys, eventually, he's going to get on Twitter, and you can follow him. He's at Jason Finney, but Jason is with two S's. So it's J-A-S-S-O-N-F-I-N-N-E-Y. Um, Who do, is do you have a, a real person, by the way, folks? Yes. This is a guy that if you met, you would love. He's just a regular Joe and a good buddy. Yeah, they're saying all that already in the chat. Yeah, room he's too. a sweetie. Um, are you, are, do you have like a Facebook fan page set up for you or anything? Yeah, yeah. My actor page is on Facebook, Jason Finney. All right, you guys. So look him up on Facebook. B. Claudia wants to talk to you. So be like, like look him up on uh, Facebook, and that way you can like reach out to him on Facebook uh, or on Twitter. 
but he doesn't check his Twitter very often. Is I know because he doesn't is tweet. Is the girlfriend a blonde? I'll have to start checking that. I know, I know. Start checking that. Is the girlfriend a blonde? No. A brunette? You like those brunettes, huh? I would have figured you would like go with a oh, blonde. No, my ex was a blonde. No, she wasn't. She yes, was, she was. She wasn't that blonde. She was. Of course, she was. Blonde as blonde gets. Was she? I'm, I'm losing my mind. Check your Facebook. <laughs> I see her. I, I talk with her practically every other day, and I thought she had a picture taken when you were yeah, here. Yeah, you have pictures of her. I know, but I think she's a, I'm losing my mind. See, mm-hmm. That's hilarious. Hold on. Let's go. So you guys, listen. You can get Jason on Twitter. You can like him on his Facebook page. Um, you watch all his films. Check out Hurricane Bianca from Russia with Hate. It's on all the different digital download sites. I'm sure that you can get it. So you can stream it. And... Go to Amazon and reserve your copy of The Ed- Adventures of Captain Pump, the world's first fitness superhero. There's going to be several books coming out and all kinds of cool stuff. And when the book comes out, we'll have him come back uh, where everybody can see it. And, um, and and we want everybody to get it and get behind it and help promote it any way you can because we want this book to take off big time. And I can't wait to see you again and get a big hug and meet the new girlfriend. I have to really, yes. you know, well, you guys, you know what I do. here, right? Yeah, if, yeah I, if, I if we do, we'll let you know. Yeah, and if I don't like her, I suggest you dump her. You know, I'm going to be the judge. I'm going to see how she <laughs> treats you, how she, if she's sweet and nice, if she's loving, if she's affectionate, if she cooks, cleans, and is great. Goddess said bed. you've had too much wine. <laughs> no, I didn't have any wine, Goddess. You're just jealous, Goddess. You're just jealous because I get a hug and you're not. <laughs> you never know. All right, Jason, thank you so much. Good luck with it all. Keep us posted with everything that's going on. Good luck with the, all the different film stuff. Uh, I, I think we're going to figure out a way to start some kind of Twitter campaign to get you in the the either the Marvel or the DC Universe or the Fast and Furious Universe. Those are my three favorites. Fast and Furious. You know, it's and, funny. I actually have a Marvel wiki page because I'm one of the few that actually has done DC and Marvel because I did Gotham and I've done Daredevil. Yeah, that's cool. Well, you're a great guy. You should have the greatest of everything in your life. Uh, Not only bad people get good as as in our government. (laughs) 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 But, you know, uh, wealth wealth should go to good people, not bad people. Absolutely. So we wish you all the luck with it. Fame and wealth. We'll be in touch with you. If you need anything, you let us know. We want to thank you for coming on the show. And everybody say goodbye to Captain Pump. Yeah. Guys, thanks so much. Great seeing you. Ah, you too, Jason. Thanks for the visit, Jason. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Hi, sweetie. Wasn't that cool, you guys? What you a nice love guy. it. He's, you know, we have so many wonderful friends uh, that we don't see enough of, and Jason's one of them. He's just a, a great guy. That sounds like a dog. That's not our dog, though, right? Because she doesn't sound like that. That is our dog. Now, what? how'd she get outside? How would she get outside? Somebody let her out. <laughs> Song break. Or <laughs> <laughs> was she out all day? Yeah, she, no, she's not out. She was inside when I came in here. She was inside sitting by the door looking for us. Anyway, you guys, I'll look while we're playing a song. Maybe it's a ghost dog. So listen up, you guys. Tom Proctor and the A-Listers. Uh, great, great country band, Tom Proctor. You guys know him from 12 Years a Slave, Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, the A-Listers are a group of great musicians that have played with like Tim McGraw and Faith Hill and all kinds of cool people. They got a new song. It's their first single. It's called In Hollywood. He's having an album release party at the end of June in L.A. And uh, when I get all the details, anybody who's around and wants to come can definitely come. But we're going to play this song real quick. Let all you guys listen to it. I think you're going to enjoy it. Um, and uh, so here you go. You got it, Chad? I got it. Here's Tom Proctor and the A-Listers. The name of the song is In Hollywood. Enjoy.
So that was Tom Proctor and the A-Listers, and the name of the song is In Hollywood. The single's available now. The whole Tom Proctor and the A-Listers album is coming out on June 14th, I think. And uh, and then on June 24th, I think, they're doing an album release party. But when I get the information, I'll let everybody know. But you got to, like, love it. It was He's just the coolest guy ever. Eileen and I love working with him. He's super cool. And uh, so you gotta like love it. What's the, what's the weather like in Florida, Chad? I told you before we started the show. We had like some bam, lightning, big thunder. You know, so is it is it is it raining too, or is it just lightning and thundering? I haven't been outside the studio, but I I heard it out there. I saw the lights go out for a second, come back on. I could hear the rain hitting the roof. Uh, but it's your typical summer here in South Florida. Once three thirty hits, you know, for some reason it just fires up. Isn't that funny? It's weird. Like, we don't have it at all. I mean, like, we we were 112 the other day, and we were, like, putting out – we put these, like, fence – pieces of fence in the ground, like, to block us from the wind because the winds are so bad here. Really? Uh, so, so, yeah, like, so we can sit outside and eat, and, and uh, it's got, the like, the blockades from it. Block Hang on, the sand. Ron, though. Yeah, so we put that in, but it was 112 degrees, so it's pretty hot. Dang. Was the dog outside? Yeah. It was. <laughs> Get outside. Lord. Well, that's funny. That was Shazam. He was outside, and it's hot. So I just let him in, and I gave him nice water, and he's smiling and happy. Shazam is the big killer dog. How did he get out there? More <laughs> like you left him out there probably, right? Brandy is the sweet little I don't know girl. how they get out because Brandy wasn't out there when I was out there. No, no, no. There. It was our fault. Shazam was out on the lounge. Oh, he likes to sleep out. <laughs> he likes to lay out in the sun on the Shay's lounge. On the yeah. lounge. Likes the heat, huh? I forgot my fault but you do not leave your dogs out in 105 weather true true everyone out there listening and also do not let them walk on the concrete because yeah, it's it too will hot take for their the pads. skin off the pads of their feet burn them yeah 
You gotta like love them. They love it here, though. They enjoy it because they get to go out in the morning. They get to go out for a pretty long time, and at night they get to go out for a pretty long time. Because in the morning and at the night, it's cool enough that it's not too hot, and they get to run around. And we didn't get to do that in Pennsylvania because we didn't have a fenced-in area that they could go to. So we always had to have them on a leash. So they love that they get to run, run and roam free. Now, see how boring the show was when, when I was here. Nah, I'm telling you, boring. It was so boring. Everybody's tuned out. No, they didn't. They did so. 3, They're 000, talking about their dogs. Three thousand people left the show. My meter, <laughs> my, my meter said it right, Chad. Yeah, right. yeah. 3, we did have we did have quite a drop. I didn't want to say anything, but whatever. Yeah, the voltage, the voltage wasn't quite the same. Anyway, seriously, <laughs> when you live in hot climates, watch your animals and your pets. And it's like my friend Garrick. Listen to this. Had the most beautiful bird parrot for years, and he had it on a perch outside in the garden. This is in Palm Springs, and a gigantic six-foot wing spread, some kind of hawk came down from the garret and took the parrot up in the air and ate it. Well, Garrick never got over it. So you have to be careful of your pets, all pets. Watch them. They don't have minds of like you do. You know, they don't know what's going on. They don't know the dangers or whatever. So please, Pat says they don't have to worry about that there. It's so freaking cold where she is. <laughs> well, well, Jason said it was sixty degrees in New York. That's bullshit for June. June should be up in the eighties. What's going on with this or climate? More. I think it's that guy in in North Korea, Kim Novak. He keeps Kim Jong. He keeps blowing up things in the Pacific Ocean. You know, nuclear bombs tests, and I think that's upsetting the atmosphere. I've said this every week. When I was a kid in the 1950s, they kept blowing up Arizona or wherever, you know, America. We did atomic bombs, and we had the worst weather. And then, of course, when they stopped, the weather got nice again. So there might be something to the planet Earth saying, stop blowing up. It hurts. So let's do a little plug for the stations that play us, and then we're going to call our yes. next guest. Yes. So everybody, you can we, we appreciate everybody tuning in to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, and you can hear us every Wednesday live on W4CY Radio with the super talented Chad Murphy. That's, That's me. me. There you go. I love that. You can hear us on Hamilton Radio in New Jersey, K4HD Radio in L.A., Jackalope Radio in St. Louis, Caliber Radio in South Carolina, Society's Basement Radio. We're also on iHeartRadio, Stitcher, SoundCloud, iTunes, Audioboom, Apple TV, Spreaker, and Podbean. And on television, you can see us on Roku, Vimeo, and YouTube. Yay! And they're all laughing that you said Kim Novak. <laughs> I call him that because his name is Kim Jong, and I call him Kim Novak because I want to be sarcastic. He should only look like Kim Novak, that fat blob, <laughs> ugly-looking thing that he's that stupid haircut. And Pat says it's one degree Celsius. I don't know how cold that is. That's cold. It's one. It's 84 degrees Fahrenheit in Germany. 84 is I think nice. we're only about 99 or 100 today. It's not too bad. For Germany, 84 is very nice. Beautiful. Like Germany's always cold. I remember when I lived in Italy. For a year, uh, all the Germans would come to Genoa, where I live, because it was the Italian Riviera for the uh, summers. They still love to bathe naked on the beaches because of their climate. So, Chad, let's see. Uh, let's play some music and see if we can get our next guest on the line. What are we playing? Play Ali Jacko, Top of the World. We can do that. All right, everybody, this is Ali Jacko. The name of the song is Top of the World. He's probably going to be coming on in the next couple of weeks. He's a great, great, great artist from the U.K. And while we're doing so, we're going to be contacting our next guest, Harley Wallen. So enjoy. Live once, you never get a rewrite. Big 
big world, so much is on the decline. God style, run here, I got a good life. The second they can take it all away. Maybe you don't wanna take the option. Maybe you don't wanna fly. I'm telling you, I've got a vision. Dreaming is not a crime. Shifty, when I'm gone, I know you're gonna miss me. Phone rings, I think you better text me, cause time is sending money and I'm making it today. I know my situation's sticky, and you wanna walk on by. My life's turning into a movie, and I'm the leading guy. Shiver down my spine Jimbo, there you go. All right, everybody, that was Ali Jacko, top of the world. Now we have a new guest. We're going to make sure we can hear him before we introduce him. Say something. Hey, hey. How yeah, are you, you can. Doing? You can. You can hear him well. All right, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the incredibly talented actor, writer, director, producer, and stuntman, Mr. Harley Wallen. Hello, and welcome to the show. Hey, thank you so much, guys. I'm I'm really happy to be on. Uh, let me introduce you, everybody, starting off with my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Are you ready to have fun? We're trying. We're trying. Oh, no, with me, you're going to have fun. <laughs> <laughs> no, nobody beats the rap here. Then we've That's got the perfect. man. Then we have the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Harley Wallen, welcome to the show, sir. Good to have you. 
Thank you. So appreciate it. Then we have a chat room full of people. Literally, we have, let's see, Canada, Germany, England, Australia, the UK. Oh, the UK is England. The uh, United States. We have like a, a million countries uh, represented. So say hi to everybody in the chat room. He tends to gild a lily. Hey, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, and everybody, Harley's in Michigan, and it's nice yep. and it's nice and warm. It's nice and toasty, but yeah, don't hold it against me. Uh, I'm Swedish originally, and uh, and I live here now. And you guys can follow him on Twitter. He's at Harley the Swede. H a r l e y t h e s w e d e. I love that, by the way. Like I love your Twitter handle. I thought that was fabulous. I heard a bit of an accent there, not much. You know, my yeah. my daughter. I, I've been here 20 years, so it's starting to to kind of blend in. Well, that's because you have to go to Brooklyn to learn to speak proper English. Oh. But anyway, <laughs> my daughter goes to Sweden. She's absolutely crazy about Sweden, my daughter Deirdre. Yeah. And everything in our house, she gets at Ikea. So we yeah. have Swedish uh, uh, blueberry and no, a jam, whatever, the, the huckleberry, oh. whatever so it is. Good. We have Swedish meatballs in the freezer. We have everything Swedish. She's Oh, Swede. also, too, a couple years ago, there was a TV show called Welcome to Sweden. Right. With yes. Greg, with Greg Poehler was Loved the star, it. and actually, yeah. so when when Deirdre was in Sweden, she hooked up with him, and they met at a bar, and we did a live interview on the show in Sweden at the bar with Greg Poehler. My daughter was an actress; is still an actress. Yeah, and so it was That's really awesome. cool. Yeah, it was a yeah, lot I of fun. Loved a bit on that show. That was actually hilarious. Yeah, it was I a good show. A lot of people didn't really uh, catch get up it. on that one, but they it was didn't a get funny, it. funny show. Yeah, I thought so too. So, uh, so you're you do a little bit of everything, and yeah. uh, I have a question for you because, like, I went sure. ex extensively through your IMDb today, and and you have a lot of great credits, and you've worked with a lot of really cool people, and it yeah. almost looks like, I mean, maybe also living where you live, um, that you basically create your own projects. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we used to have really good film incentives in Michigan, and. We could rely on other people coming here and, and essentially employing us. And that's not the case. They cut the incentives. And I was sitting on a set and I, and I looked at my co-star and I said, you know, who's going to make sure that we have any kind of quality films coming out of Michigan? And, uh, and we just decided we're going to put our names in the hat. So it started just like that. I think, though, because it's, it's very difficult like for actors, because it's not like you make a film every once in a while. I mean, you're working all the time. Yeah. Um, you're working all the time as an indie person in indie films, but not shit indie films. They're good indie yeah. films. Thank you. And and the fact that you can actually like make those films, get the the kind of talent that you've got attached to them. Uh, it seems yeah. like you work with a lot of the same people in a lot of the films. Because there was one guy. His name was. What was his name? I wrote it down. Michael Alexander. Like he's like in like half of everything that you've ever made. And yep. uh, uh, that it seems like you guys have developed a team. You've got distribution somehow. You're you're getting everything yep. out there, making really cool films, and like nobody knows how to do that because nobody knows how to come up with the money to do that. Yeah, no, actually, that's uh, one of the hardest parts is, is just to figure out a way to fund your movies. I make three features a year, so uh, you know I, I'm I'm in investor meetings continuously. But I figured out a good system, and uh, and I have really good connections with people who believe in me, and and uh, you know I get a fair amount of people flying out uh, to to join me uh, from LA and from other places. Uh, so uh, I think we got a good thing going. I love it. The way to get funding for your films is to star me in your films, and <laughs> right? then 
people by the trillions will send money <laughs> just for another Ron Russell film. Right, right. And well, if you thanks, look, Ron. I'm going to keep that in mind. And if you believe that, I have a bridge in Brooklyn. I Actually, that's not true. Really cheap. They might not, but you get good promotional value from it because you got me behind it, and he is actually a good actor. But but uh, so Who you nobody have, wants anymore because I'm old. Hollywood is ageist. Ageism you know in Hollywood is horrible. You know, I gotta say because I've worked with some really amazing actors, and uh, Hollywood has a tendency to to want that new car smell all the time. And uh, there's a lot Boring. of amazing actors that aren't working the way they should. And, and, and that's a shame. And as I'm climbing these ladders, I can't wait to relaunch some amazing careers. I think have that's awesome. Seen, have you seen the Jane Fonda film? Oh, the book club or the whatever. Book club? The book club? Uh, no, not yet. Go see it. That's where the money is now. We senior citizens, there are more of us now than ever recorded in the history of human beings. Mm -hmm. We are we are in the like zillions. Yep. Why we're not addressed with a film, I'll never know. These young jerks, they don't go to the movies. They sit home, smoke pot, you get do drugs, get laid and watch a film if they're lucky. It's like the drive-in movie in my day. That's when you got laid in the drive-in. <laughs> now, now they rent a film and they get laid on the sofa. They don't watch the film. But we old people, we love it. I hope it's yeah. doing well. The yeah, Jane no, Fonda I, film. You know, I think I think uh, it, it, it's a lot of funniness there, but but you actually say a lot of truth. Uh, you know, when you're looking at the attention span of a, a younger viewer, you know, look you look at the, a lot of the plot in a lot of the films these days. It's 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 uh, not very advanced, not very uh, uh, thought out. And I think uh, some of the you know the the 80s and 90s, the thrillers back then were absolutely amazing and, and i and i agree we need to have a place for all people and all audiences for sure hang on one second hey everybody in the chat room i apologize i i hit a button on my computer and it just like updated so if you don't see me typing in the oh. chat room I, it's because the computer's doing an update so i do apologize but seriously film today is boring it's blow it up cut them and make blood squirt out or use profanity continuously or stupid young people acting like stupid young people now, back in the 1940s, the actors were the very same age that the actors today are. Jimmy mm -hmm. Stewart was 25 years old, but was an actor, not a stupid mm -hmm. young guy cursing and diarrheaing himself and jumping out of a window for a laugh. Yeah. That's what's wrong with Hollywood. Hollywood has lost its style. It's lost its writers. It's Arlene, glamour. It's glamour. Ar Ar it's lost its glamour. Ar You're right. Ar Arlene Dahl, who I love and adore, is a friend of, you know who Arlene Dahl is? Mm -hmm. The actress? Yeah, yeah. She, she said to me, Ron, so many of her friends who are writers out in L.A. are losing their homes because they're not making money. They're not taking quality films. These young punks, they write this garbage and they produce it and they get it out there. And the young mm -hmm. kids go and they learn how to be trashy people. In my day, we had style and class. Cary Grant. We yeah. all wanted to be Cary Grant, and we all behaved properly, and we didn't have school shootings and all the garbage that we have today because films back then didn't even show blood. Yeah. And shot somebody, you never saw the, the bullet. Nowadays, they, it, it's just gone ridiculous. Yeah, what do you, th what do you think? Except for in The Fast and the Furious, he likes those. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, no, you I, I th well, I think, you know, uh, our job as a filmmaker is, is to show reality, and it, it is to depict life, so I think there's a place for, for all genres. 
But I think what has happened is is we are we're becoming uh, fast food films, and and that's the I think the problem is there's only one kind of films almost. It's superhero movies, or or it's uh, or it's um, shoot him down, kill him. Yeah, that it, it's it's action, 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 and and you wonder at the end of it there was you go out and you say what was that movie even about? Yes. Well, you know, you can ask seven million people, young people today, who Somerset Mom is, and they have not a clue. Or Tennessee Williams, and these were great writers of great scripts that made great yeah. movies that are still classics today. Yeah. Uh, the writers today write with money in mind. Oh, this will get them. They'll come to see this. This is what they want. Not the story. Yeah. They don't write yeah. a story because they're writers. They write for money. Yeah. So. So I have a question for you because you've yeah. written several of your films. You've actually written them, directed them. You're in them. You yeah. produce them. Did you write Bennett's song or did somebody else write Bennett's song? That Actually, my production partner, Nancy Oeswine, she wrote that one. And it made me have to, uh, to uh, walk into a very different place because I like psychological thrillers. I like crime dramas. Uh, I like plot twists and... Uh, she wrote this beautiful story about a about a a, a, a a man who lost his wife to cancer and a a woman who lost his husband to uh, I guess midlife crisis and uh, this beautiful love story and um, about being a family in, in, in this country right now, which is you know complicated and, and with lots and lots of kids. Uh, it was a beautiful. Uh, journey for us. It was one of them movies that we didn't want to stop filming. I love it. So hang on, because we're gonna actually we have the trailer for it. So oh, basically, cool. we basically you you play the man who lost his wife, and yeah. you've got a bunch of like adopted kids, yeah. and she's got a bunch of adopted kids. So it's kind of like you guys are like the Angelina Jolie, Brad Pitt of the day right. in this film, and it looks very tender. And also, it's got Tara Reid in it, and it's got. Um, who's the who's the guy that was in it? Uh, Dennis yeah, Haskins, isn't he yeah. the guy from Saved Mr. by the Bell? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I was so happy just to see him like working in something that looked like a really quality family film. Yeah, we're actually uh, making a sequel for that. Uh, this uh, this winter, we've had a uh, incredible success. The film is just passing, you know, quality control and getting out there, and we had a ton of pre-sales on that in uh, in Europe, and uh, we're pretty curious what uh, what station is going to pick it up here i love uh, it going so great it's, so it's called bennett's song right yep and i have an i had united colors of bennett originally written down and then i saw on you someplace else bennett's song on imdb so yeah so so you were going to play the trailer so everybody can see it because this movie is going to be a, a family film that i think everybody's going to really like enjoy chad you have that i do have it all right so you harley you introduced it and then hang on we're going to just play the two minute trailer real quick all right, so this is going to be the trailer for uh, what used to be United Colors of Bennett's song that is now turned into the just the simple title, Bennett's song. There we go. All right. Hi. I'm Dr. Song. You call me out from the other side. You held my Maybe we could do coffee sometime. I'd love to sometime get coffee, sure. I haven't done this dating thing in a long time. You thought this was a date? Now I have a daughter named Pearl. Did I tell you she's from China? Did I tell you Janice is adopted? Oh. 
She said you asked out her dentist and you were stuttering the whole time. Really, Dad? You're dating. Yeah. How, how many of them are you? All of them. I don't want to date you, Susan. Oh, you don't. I want to marry you. No, really, they're, they're all ours. You're kidding. It's 14? 14. Well, what are you here for? <laughs> Witness for a defense man. And you? If they wanted to mess with my little sister, they were going to have to go through me. I don't see a problem with that. Words are not fists. No, sometimes they hit a lot harder. Some black kid comes out of nowhere claiming to be your sister, and then this oriental girl starts yelling bad words. There is a noise ordinance, and the sounds coming out of the garage far exceeds that. It sounds like I'm gonna have to put a muffler on my lawnmower. I didn't marry your mother and end up with the rest of you guys in the bargain. I love you, Perla, including your stubbornness. Please stop letting the dog lick milk from your mouth. But she likes it! Dude, that's nasty. Whoa, I got a good one. This is like mining for diamond armor, but smellier. Oh, Theo, no, 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 no. Why do we have kitty litter? And I don't suppose either of you know how we ended up with a dead frog in the washing machine? Oh, no. Bobby's. Nope, definitely not. We have no knowledge of just frog. Yep, nothing. <laughs> All right, there you go. That looks good. All right, everybody. So that's Bennett's song, and uh, Harley's in it, and uh, so is a lot of other great actors and actresses. And that, so that we can, nobody else can see that yet, right? You can go on YouTube, you guys, and watch the actual yeah. trailer. We are looking at releasing. Uh, Vision Films has picked it up, and and like I said, it's doing really good in pre-sales, but we have an, uh, an August launch. And uh, as soon as I know where it's going to hit in the U.S., I will uh, Let make us sure know. that. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. You got to like love it. So then you did another movie, and I'm, I, I put it down just because I like all the people that are in it. Called And this is now this one I don't think. This one's not so family. This is going to be more your suspense thriller type thing. Artificial Loyalty. Yes. And stars Billy Worth, who's a friend of mine and has been mm -hmm. on the been on the show, John Savage, Richard Tyson, Yan Birch, and T.J. Storm, which T.J. Storm's yeah. in a lot of your films, and he's badass. Yeah. He's a oh, badass he's dude. He's absolutely amazing. Any filmmaker watching this, if you want to hire an amazing guy, that's the guy you want to hire. T.J. is just unbelievable. And we actually have Yan Birch coming on soon. Like, I just got his email to invite him on, so he's... Yeah, he's you wait till you see him in Agramon's Gate. He is flat-out scary, that man. Oh, and, Agri and Agrigon's Gate, doesn't that star Laureen Landon? Laureen and Jan, they came in, and I, I'm telling you, it was the weirdest uh, few days to have them both in. Somehow, they both got so electric, and, and behind the, the director's monitor, uh, after takes, we would all look at each other and show, us, show each other goosebumps. They were unbelievable. It was, so that, it is was, that, your, that your film? 
Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. So when Lorraine, because Lorraine, I tweet with her all the time. She's been on the show. You know Lorraine Landon with the blonde oh, yeah, hair. She's the, sweetie. Um, she just did Churchill's film too. Another and, great uh, girl. We love her Ooh, to death. So yeah. when that oh, movie, yeah. when that yeah. movie comes out, maybe we'll do like a casting and have all three of you guys Skype in at the same time to promote it because we love Lorraine. We oh, think yeah. she's fabulous. I'm telling you, her performance absolutely amazing. I sent a little sneak clip to to Joe today. And Joe just couldn't get enough of it, and and I know he's gonna be uh, he's gonna be banging the drum after that one because she's gonna win awards. That I was I'm telling you, it was unbelievable what she did. Did Alfred Hitchcock in any way influence any of your work? Because I understand that you like twists and turns, and he was yes. the, ma- the master of twists. Love. Well, the thing for me which makes it a little difficult is Ingmar Ingmar Bergman and 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 Hitchcock. Are, are very much influential for me. The films that I grew up with as a little kid, my, my mom and dad loved watching those type of things. My mom read, uh, you know, uh, 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 Hell on freeze. Was, hey, uh, Chad. We got a Disney. Go. Just a blast. Oh, there we go. Okay, there we go. Now, what did you think of Sweden's Anita Ekberg? Oh, Anita's, yeah, beautiful. The most beautiful woman in the world at one time. I mean, I've never met her, but I Her-Bring wanted to. Garbo, hit. yeah. Oh, she's better than Garbo, Nita Ekberg. Nita Ekberg was uh, sexy and exotic and those almond eyes and that chest yeah. she had. I mean, Nita Ekberg was exquisite. Sweden's best export. Is Greta Garbo Swedish also? Yep. So she yeah. was a better, but she was a better actress, right, Greta Garbo? No. No? Greta Garbo was, they, they really, they were more, um, Stars than they were act. Anita Ekberg yeah. was a l- lousy actress, but who cared? I remember her in Boccaccio 70, a Fellini mm. film, where there was a big, big poster of a milk uh, commercial. Mm-hmm. And then Anita Ekberg was rolling down a hill with her tits almost flying out of her dress, and they were singing, Beve più latte, latte fa bene, latte fa perde la libertà, which means drink more milk, drink more milk, and you'll loosen up. And there she is rolling down oh, the God. hill with the cleat. Did you ever see that film, Book <laughs> 70? It was yeah. a trilogy with Sophia Loren was in one, Romy Schneider in another, and Anita Eckberg. These are films that people must see. These yeah, are yeah, classic yeah. films. I repeatedly keep saying this over and over again, almost every week. Lauren Bacall oh, and yeah. I and I were chatting, and she knows how I promote old films. And she said, "Ron, remember one thing: a film is never old until you've seen it." Yeah, that's true. And that's so true. So people watch Absolutely. classic films; you learn from them. It's history. Yeah. I love it. So you have another film that I, I and I only wrote it down, and I don't know anything about it. I only wrote it down because I like the title. It would make a good book, um, and it's called Indictment: Dead Witnesses Can't Talk. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm an actor in I'm an actor in that one. It's not one of my movies, but uh, uh, that was a really cool uh, urban Detroit film, and I got to play uh, a pretty sleazy lawyer in that one, and uh, and. Uh, it was it was definitely a blast. That's I love for it. sure. Is that something that we can actually see? Is that out anywhere? I, I I love the title so much. It's like what a great title. I'm not sure where it is right now. I know uh, Dennis Reed who who made that film. Uh, his other things are either on Redbox or uh, or Amazon Prime primarily. So okay. I would assume that that's on there as well. We have to see you in that because one thing I think it's cool is that you know you're like the top three leads in every film that you're in. You know you're like 
You're always at the top, and I think that's super cool. And I think that what you're doing to create – how you've created your own career – you know, by yourself, as as opposed to trying to move to L.A. and get into the Hollywood crowd, you've done it all on your own that way. I think that's super impressive because hardly anybody can do that, really. Yeah, I, I love storytelling. To, to make a movie and, and get a chance to, especially in today's world where films can be uh, quite unengaging, to have a film that can grab you and make you sit at the edge of your seat uh, for an hour and a half, two hours, that it's, it's, it's a blessing. I love it. They don't make many of those anymore. No. No. no now, now they shoot their load in the first five minutes, and then the rest of it is just blowing up in horrible garbage. So now, hold by on. Have you seen the trailer? You've seen the movie. Yes. Oh, absolutely. No question about it. So if you, because uh, I like to ask this, and since we've never had you on the show, so if you could have been in any film that's ever been made in history, what film would you have liked to have been in? And then who's a male and a female co-star? It could be a now person, an old person, anything like you want. Who would you like to work with on your bucket list? Oh, God. I, well, my, some of my favorite movies, uh, The Usual Suspect, I love because Great movie. It's, it's very rare that I, that I get fooled. It's very rare that, that, that the plot gets me. Uh, so I love that movie. I love uh, Fight Club. I love Seven. Um, there's so many movies. Godfather, all the Godfather movies are amazing. Um, Deer Hunter. It was I don't a, think a really I've never had starring it. across We've... from from uh, John Savage because Deer Hunter is another one of my top five movies. Love, love, love that movie. That'd probably be the one. Okay, Deer Hunter. Okay, and so who are two of the people that you'd like to work with? I'd like to keep uh, since I already worked with with uh, John. Let's keep uh, let's keep De Niro and Walken. Okay. Oh, Ron used to know Christopher Walken. I know. I grew up with Christopher Walken from Astoria. Oh, wow. He was Walken's Bakery. His mom. All my birthday cakes came from his mother's bakery. Oh uh, wow! And, and he was in King and I, and I mm -hmm. was, and I was in something else. And we were young. We were like eighteen, nineteen years old, and we yeah. would take the BMT subway home together from Manhattan to Astoria, mm -hmm. and chat. Uh, I haven't seen Christopher since we were kids. Uh, but I'd love to run into him again and reminisce. Yeah. His brother owned a bar not far from where we hung out. Was it, he's a nice guy. Yeah. Okay. And what about a woman? We need a woman. Okay. Who's who's the lady you want to like work with? Oh, I, I I'd say Jodie Foster. Oh, wow. that was okay. Good choice. Good choice. We don't get a lot of people say Jodie Foster, yeah. but that's a good. Everybody always says Meryl Streep, and we're like, fuck Jody that. Jodie Foster's a far. <laughs> she's a far better actress. Jodie is amazing. Street. Better than Meryl Streep, Jodie Foster is. Come on, Meryl couldn't pull half of the crap that Jodie pulled off. I love that movie that when she did, where she was like going after, where she was like the everything. She like no, when the one that the, where her like child or somebody gets killed and then yes. she becomes a vigilante. Oh the yeah, brave oh, something. There, or whatever. there are that better movies one. than that. I mean, where they rape her on a pool table. That uh, was the a, accused. A, yeah, the accused. A performance that exhausted most actresses. I love Jodie Foster, and yeah. any she does, I go to see because I know it's a quality. Oh, she it's did a, that out of space one contact or whatever. I know. Yeah. Yeah. One, and yeah, the, oh yeah, contact was great. What <laughs> about where her daughter's a diabetic and they're locked in the safe and the guys are robbing the house? Oh, the panic house. Yeah, panic, panic, room. panic. Yeah. Oh my. You know, all her. Films, we had a bunch of people from that on. Alton Nell, where she speaks. Yeah, with Liam Neeson. Absolutely. Yeah, with Liam Neeson. Liam, yeah. You know that if she's in a film, it's a good film. You're not going to come out disappointed. Silence have, of the Lambs. Have you ever worked? Going? Oh, Silence of the Lambs. I love that. One. Have you ever worked with Jody? 
No, I'd love to, though. You That's should. That's That's his bucket oh, list. Oh, well, do it. Say it. Make a board. Make a board right. with all the people you want to work with and put it right. on there. You you work with Jody. You you got a good goddamn film going. Yeah, yeah. right? She doesn't make yeah. bombs either, so you got to no, like, love she it. She doesn't do a lot of work. Very yeah. Oh, well, she's, well, don't forget, she's been acting since she's four years old. Yeah. She was born in front of a camera. To her, yeah. a camera is a father. And she so. probably didn't, like, blow it all up her nose, so she's probably got a lot of that yeah. money. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, she's, she's intelligent. A, She's yes. a very happily married gay woman and, and lives a very normal life, a very, you know, serene life. She's not a, yeah. a, a runaround bar person. She's a homebody. So I also noticed on your IMDb, like there's 11 upcoming projects. So I'm happy to see that you're busy. You're on your yeah. way to a production meeting now for a film, right. which I think is, is fantastic. Um, everybody, you can follow Harley at, at Harley the Swede on Twitter, H-A-R-L-E-Y-T-H-E-S-W-E-D-E. -E -E. Do you have like a Facebook page or anything that we can share? Yeah. Yeah, Harley Wallen, you can find me on Facebook, um, or you can follow Painted Creek Productions, which is my production company. There's an Instagram, there's a Facebook page for it, and a Twitter. And that's where you're going to find out most of what's going on with our films. Pa say it one more time, Painted Creek Productions? Yep, Painted Creek Productions, or Harley Wallen, either which way. But Painted Creek Productions on Facebook, you'll find pretty much, if you want to catch up on any of the films we've made... Uh, it's all right there. Gotta love it. All right. Um, we also want to thank uh, Joe Williams for setting this interview yeah. up. Yeah, we love Joe. He's fabulous. Joe's we want to wish, wish you luck in all your all your endeavors. Go to a good production meeting now and have a good time and actually uh, get whatever you got to get done. And remember, if you need a 78-year-old actor with white hair, that is me. Because I can still work and I work well. I can play a gay character, or I can play a mafia. I have played Brooklyn Mafia, priests, every shit and thing in the business. <laughs> but I'm serious. Thanks, I know Ron. No, it's, uh, I appreciate it. You got to get the word out there. Otherwise, how are anybody going to know? Right? Of course. I am right there with you. And my Brooklyn accent is authentic. It's not these fake ones that they are the other ones. Because he's from Brooklyn. I don't, have, I don't have to pay extra for the accent, though, right? No, 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 no not at all. No trainer, no, no coach. All right, Harley, thank you Take so care. much. Be careful. Thanks, 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 thanks Rob. It was nice it. meeting you and hearing your stuff. Thanks a lot thank for you. coming, Harley. Bye. Have a good Bye. one. Bye-bye. What's up, chat room? So I apologize that the computer's, like, updating. I, I hit It came up to update, and I hit the wrong button, so I apologize. He pushes the wrong button. Oh, well, what am I going to do? I don't always push it wrong with you. Oh. That's not true. You does. That's not true. You know what aggravates me. Oh, uh, well, yeah. Well, sometimes I push a button that you like. No, when, no <laughs> when, when you get bitchy, and you could be very bitchy in a very, like, sweet way. He's like evil bitch in a sweet way. You got to, like, love it. That's when I tell him I'm divorcing you, I'm taking Brandy, and I'm buying a little apartment, one-bedroom apartment, and my little Brandy and I are going to live together in heavenly bliss and screw all of you. That's nice. Well, that's when you're annoying me. I'm not going to, like, get... I'm not going to lie and say we live in a heaven-sent romance. Every romance is tough. Every marriage is tough. Absolutely. Chad, do you have any, like, humps I mean, in your even, marriage yet? You've been married is, three months. Only good humps. Bro. Oh, he has good humps. Chad has good humps. <laughs> Bumps, not humps. You gotta, like, love I mean, it. Chad, come on. Every morning you wake up and it's divine? Give me a drink. No, come on now. Don't be stupid. Not possible. Life, yeah, don't life be stupid. has its ups I mean, every, and downs. Every uh, relationship or marriage has speed bumps. Sure, and that's what makes it good. Well, that's what I tell Jimmy. I said, if I was always an angel... 
you would never know the difference. So I have to be a devil. So when I'm an angel, you appreciate it. You know, the, the yin and the yang. The positive, the negative. Absolutely. The good and the bad. All right. Balance. Right. Balance. And the generous and the cheap. Oh, don't look at Jimmy when you say cheap. No patio. I have no patio. I have mud. Mud being tracked into our beautiful new wood floors. Mud Uh-oh. from the dogs. They that's, should be because, that's because there's dirt all over the floor from that's where we are bigger stuff. Cheap. No, it's not. If we, if you would give me the money for the patio, we wouldn't have mud in the house. Listen, this guy. Oh. Also, Chad, though, if we took a hose and wa- washed all the mud that's on the top of the grass into the grass so it would sit in there, yeah. then nobody would track anything in. Well, what if I look like Farmer John? <laughs> just water that down. No. Let's put a sprinkler no, out there. No, not, not Farmer John. Farmer Ron. <laughs> <laughs> now, that was funny. <laughs> oh, it was hilarious. My sides are bursting. Oh, I'm sure God. they are. Oh, I'm going to die from laughter. It was so funny. It was fun. You guys, we got a lot of great guests, too, coming up over the next couple weeks. Next week we have, and I forgot his name in that terrible. I just forgot Wait, his name. Wait, Eileen, are you still in the chat room? We can't I, I can't see. You. see Eileen, no, she's not. She's interviewing Curtis Blow right now. Oh, Curtis, I was going to send her a big hug and a kiss because I love Eileen Shapiro more than anything. She she's went on a. Uh, sh- she went to M- the 30 year anniversary of Yo MTV Raps at the hmm. Barclay Center. She said it was sold out. It holds 18,000 people. It was wow. totally sold out, and. Um, she said she had a blast, and she met all the icons of hip-hop from back in the day when hip-hop was really cool, and uh, Curtis Blow and Flava Flav and uh, Grandmaster Flash and all those people, and so she's been interviewing all of them, which is very, very cool. How about Tootie Hootie? I don't know who that is. Me neither. I just made it up. Okay, good. you got to, like, love it. <laughs> I mean, those are the kind of names they have, Tootie Hootie, Hootie Hootie. you got to love it. Oh, We're having a bunch of them Hootie. on the show soon anyway, so we'll get to meet all of them. Well, guys. how about Judy Booty? Or Booty Judy. Chad, you playing anywhere this weekend? Because we got one minute left. We're playing at Duty Booties downtown. (laughs) (laughs) Duty Booties. And that's it. One night only this weekend. So that's that's hilarious. Where are you? At Duty Booties. No, no. Where is he really? No, he's not. Oh, you're not working this weekend. Yeah, we got three gigs, but I don't feel like going through it. We only got a minute, so Duty Booty sounds better. So, chat room, we want to thank everybody for showing up. We want to thank our guests, Jason Finney and Harley Wallen. Uh, We had a great time. Make sure to uh, pre-order Captain Pump, the world's first fitness superhero. Yes. And uh, let's promote that. Chad, we hope you and Heather have a fantastic weekend. And everybody at the station stays safe in the storm right now. And we will see you guys next week. See you next week. Always love the clothes of Jimmy. Beige, punk, you're one of one of me. Jimmy Stock, new celebrity. We'll take you out to Jimmy Stars. He'll dress you right. You'll feel like a star. We'll hook you up. Now you look sexy. Your game is tight. Gonna get laid tonight. You need, you need Jimmy Stars. Jimmy Stars. You need, you need. Come up to me and said, Hey mate, wanna go to a party? Party, 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 party. I'm like, What are you talking about, love? I ain't got no gums. Gums.